0: Welcome everybody to the Midnight in the Podcast of Evil episode 6. Today we're going to be talking about 1992's Candyman. Before we do that, let me just welcome everybody to the show. We got I'm your host, Head Rush here. we got Sarah and Will with me. Sarah's back. She missed last week. Hey. Welcome Sarah. Uh, Emily is not with us tonight. She's feeling a little into the weather, so she'll be back next week uh You can find us on social media, Midnight Evil Pod, P-O-D, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, we're on all the uh, streaming apps. You can find us in Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, all those things. Google, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook. We're all over. Mm-hmm. Those. Look at us. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Shout us out. Share the page. Uh we're gonna jump into some news stories here. Our first new story of the week. Lance Henriksen gives eighteen superpowers in the Unhealer coming from Shout Studios. Uh that was close is read about this? You watch the the uh the trailer? That really looked
1: It does look interesting, I'll give it that.
0: So Shout Shout uh Studios releases like old horror movies and old uh different movies on DVD and Blu-ray and stuff. I don't think they, I don't know if they made this movie or if they just picked it up, like bought the rights to release it. I think they kind of just acquired the rights would be my guess. But uh, I thought it looked pretty good.
2: I mean, that death scene, that one death scene with the car, in the trailer was freaking awesome. Where the kid oh, yeah. gets hit by the car and then the other kid's face is like taken off, hit in the yeah. airbag.
0: <laughs>
2: that looked good. <laughs> that looked good.
0: I don't think you can go wrong with Lance Henriksen. I mean, between Alien and Pumpkinhead and everything he's done in between. Uh, this looks like another awesome movie he's in. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I watched the trailer, I thought it looked pretty cool. No, Adam Beach is also in it. Isn't That's the guy from uh, The Mummy, I think. Yeah.
2: Was it really? Joe Dirt. Wasn't he, so- I think
0: he was in Joe Dirt. He was like the Indian guy who sold the fireworks.
2: Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh,
0: I think it looks pretty good. Uh, superpowered supernatural thriller. The Unhealer some release sometime this year i'm guessing it's gonna go straight to dvd and blu-ray maybe it'll be on streaming but uh yeah it looks pretty good i'm definitely gonna pick that up when it comes out i'm looking forward to that that's the problem i see all these things and i uh i pre-ordered too many of them yeah you found that out a little bit we were me and will were talking last week about this movie joyride and bought that will okay. that's here you bought that one or- already. yeah Soon you have finish. an addiction problem yeah i bought that granted <laughs> it's better than him buying drugs
2: that See, is true. About
0: these, and then i go and order them i i bought the witch you know and, well scouts guides the zombie apocalypse
1: okay that one was
0: pretty funny
2: yeah uh one of the that hatchet one.
0: movies i bought good burger on blu-ray Oh god. Why? Why? I think I was (laughs) I was like you know, I said, Hey uh, uh, we can watch this. I said to my son, and he's like I already seen that dad. I think I was more excited about the movie than he was.
2: (laughs) It wasn't that good of a movie
1: though. I mean it was funny when it came out, but after watching it. Like twice, I
0: was like, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, well, now you get to watch it thrice. Ah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh,
2: really? Oh, no.
0: Not good, there's too many other movies to pick before I could ever pick Good Burger.
2: Okay, okay good.
0: <laughs> there's many too many other ones. It's already hard enough picking. Our next news story here. Uh, most of these news stories are gathered from Bloody Disgusting, by the way. This one is too. Uh, the world of Sherlock Holmes gets a dark supernatural twist with Netflix's the regulars. Uh it doesn't look like they're ever gonna let Sherlock Holmes go away, huh? I don't I don't yeah. think he's the, I don't know if he's like the main part of the story, but I think he uh he's like a uh, still a big part. Did you watch the trailer at all?
2: I watched the trailer. I wasn't getting the most like the gist of the story. I mean I understand the dark factor but I didn't understand what what was really going on in the storyline.
0: It almost, to me, seemed like
2: it it was one of those old
0: Hellraiser sequels. They started making mm. this show, and then they were like, hey, let's just throw Sherlock Holmes in there.
1: Of course. You just <laughs> <sprinkle> <laughs> <in> there.
0: <laughs> like he was just a secondary thought. Like, <laughs> all right, we finished this movie, now let's make it Cloverfield 2. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of annoying. It almost feels like the Sherlock Holmes was just a secondary part of it. It seems like it was more about uh, Dr. Watson, if anybody.
2: Well, change it up a little bit. Change the main character, you know?
0: Yeah, maybe that or they're just trying to make Sherlock more elusive. I don't know. But uh, it, it, it says the crimes take a horrifying supernatural edge and dark power emerges. The irregulars must come together to defeat larger than life forces. I mean, even if it's good, it's Netflix. They're just gonna cancel it after two or three seasons, anyway. Oh, Whoa! That.
1: That's the one thing I hate about
0: Netflix, man. Anytime anything gets over, they're gonna call ahead and cancel it. Yeah. But
2: you know what? HBO did the same. They all do the same thing. All, you know, it's all it's all because and
0: it still pisses me off to this day. Well, you in <laughs> show. They get the cash for, like, a two or three season deal. And then the show gets popular, and now they have to pay people more money. And that's when they go, let's just cancel it.
2: Yeah, but they had leave these stories so wide open. It's not Yeah.
1: I need closure. Hmm?
2: Exactly. I think we all do.
0: Yeah. was the closure? Well, I hey, if you want closure, you're not going to get it if you're uh, looking for closure in Pet Cemetery Because... A brand new Pet Cemetery movie is headed to Paramount Plus. Oh, wow. It's, I don't
2: understand
0: it. We just had one in, what, 2019? It says? Uh, the 2019 movie made $113 million at the box office when it only cost them $21 million to make. Yeah, that's why we're getting a new Pet Cemetery right there. I they
2: understand remaking really it, but. There's no reason to keep going with it. It's not something that needs a sequel or anything like that to it.
0: Oh, it says this one's an origin story. So I'm guessing it's like a prequel.
2: <sighs> Again, why? <laughs>
0: Maybe this one's about like Native Americans. Because remember the first one? Yeah. So it was like an old Native I mean, even if it is a Native American burial ground, they're just going to put a bunch of white actors in the movie anyway. So that's going to suck. <laughs> 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 they kind of whitewash everything in hollywood these days <laughs> sorry to say yeah uh that's all the news i got this week i think oh i saw something else too that they said um uh, 45 days after A quiet place 2 comes out in theaters then it will go to paramount plus so, unlike HBO, who's putting it the same day, Paramount's going to make you wait 45 days. Why?
2: But that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, doesn't that make more people go to Paramount Plus instead of HBO? Um, no.
2: Not.
0: They're not going to do that because they're going to wait 45 days. They're going to go to HBO where it's the same day release.
2: That's what I'm saying. So, the HBO is usually pretty good at putting out things. Pretty fast.
0: Well, I saw something that they're gonna start reopening New York City movie theaters, and I guess that's step one. They think that everybody's gonna go run back to the theaters, but I don't think it's gonna happen that fast. No, definitely not.
2: Well, the, movie, the movie theaters were open up here um, around New York, and they went to the movies. It was a little bit different. Um, you know, Like, no touch and scanning phones and stuff. But not, like, people... Nobody's really rushing to it because they barely have any movies out in the theater anyway. Yeah.
0: That's the problem. That's going to be the problem for a while, I guess.
2: (laughs) Yeah. People still don't want to come out 100%.
0: I mean, I I want them to open up this drive-thru again, but that's because, you know, they'll play old movies.
2: That's kind of cool, though. That's worth
0: well, it. Hopefully soon. Fingers crossed. It's still cold out here. It got much warmer, though. It went from a negative 20 to 30 degrees last week, Will, to it was like 60 degrees yesterday. 64 today. What
2: the hell? Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. The weather here is bipolar as shit.
2: <laughs>
0: you like Even it. when I came before? It was like 40 degrees at night, yeah? which okay. sounds not warm at all, but it is considering it was negative 30 last week.
2: Is it still yeah, snow? we're in a set.
0: No, no snow or anything. Is it still snowing uh, up there? Are you guys there?
2: Um, no, but there's threats of snow. Um, I know Mike said he got a text or whatever saying, don't put away the snow shovels just yet. So it's staying at a good 30 degrees on a daily yeah. basis. Hey, it,
0: it snowed before all the way, you know by Easter so we still got time I think we still have a chance
2: I'm done with it I'm so tired of the snow up here
0: I remember that I remember having like my kid running around outside looking for Easter eggs and all of a sudden it starts snowing and I'm like what the heck <laughs> <laughs> isn't it a little too late for that hey I mean it snowed in Texas
2: yeah, yeah. my kids are in Texas right now <laughs> they were all oh, excited but- about snow
0: <laughs> I seen some. Did you see some of the crazy pictures people posted? Like icicles hanging off their ceiling fans, and their their fish tanks froze over, and their fish died. Like, oh yeah, I saw that. This is in their houses. Yeah, dude. <laughs>
2: they're, oh they're not prepared for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy.
1: We're not prepared for that.
0: I guess they don't get a whole lot of snow in Texas. I would think. That's true. But think of it this way. If it snowed in Florida, that whole state would shut down. Oh, yeah, we'd be fucked. Yeah.
2: It has, snowed, it has snowed a couple times, but barely anything. But yeah, it's it's, I've heard people crashing. Well.
0: If it snowed, <laughs> yeah, that's down true. Lanes, well, you'd not be leaving your house for months.
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like, we have iguanas further down south. When it gets cold enough, they just start dropping out of the trees.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, it's pretty fucked up, but it's funny at the same
0: time. Like, this is a messed up, iguana fight. <laughs> just pick up a frozen
2: iguana.
0: <laughs> what about stick to people if they're frozen? No. I don't know.
2: Good question. <laughs> you might want to let me know. Well,
0: I'll, I'll let you, you know. i got to go for the Pack up a bunch yeah. of them and into a ball and throw them at each other like a snowball fights. <laughs>
2: yeah, we could want to fight.
1: I'm more hardcore down here
0: you think the dogs would try to eat them?
1: I'm pretty sure people do eat them.
0: Oh.
2: I know yeah. my dog would pick it up, think it's a toy. So
0: <laughs> uh,
1: that uh, shit starts freaking the fuck out. Like.
0: I see my dog eat cats, so I'm pretty sure she'd try to eat an iguana. I don't know. All right. That's all the news stories I got this week. Uh, before we jump into Candyman this week... Uh, Sarah, did you happen to watch Silence of the Lambs?
2: I did. I did. I actually remembered it as I was going through it. I didn't have oh, too much to say on the matter. I just recognized a lot of people I'd never recognized before. No. Yeah,
0: um, that's, what was, that's what I was telling Will last week. George Romero's yeah. in the movie. Yeah.
2: Was he? Oh, he does, was he? Which one was he? George
0: Romero is. Uh, One of the police officers that comes to escort Clarice out of the room. I've watched this movie dozens of times and never realized it until we watched it last week again. Now I'm looking at him, I'm like, that's freaking George Romero. Roger Corman, I think, is one of the FBI guys or the director, I think, or something like that, who tells them where to go or something like that, I forget.
2: My biggest shocker was Buffalo Bill from, uh, guy was Ted Levine from Monk.
0: Ted Levine, yeah. Captain. Yeah, Vermont. I was
2: in shock by that. I, it actually took me a second. I had to listen to just the voice and not look at him to recognize yeah. him. And then, yeah, and then the chick was from Grey's Anatomy, so I watched with her in it, and she was one of the doctors on Grey's Anatomy, she had a major part of yeah. that.
0: And uh, Clarice's friend um, from Silence of the Lambs is also in Candyman. Casey Lemons, the actor.
2: Okay.
0: She's uh, she's Virginia Madsen's friend in Candyman as well.
2: I mean, the movie actually was better the second time I watched it. I'll just give you that, because I, thought, I remember it being kind of boring. It is a little bit boring still, but it was a little bit better the second time, understanding it more.
0: It's a very slow burn, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. It builds up tension good. That's
2: all uh, I had to say about that. Yeah.
1: Also, Sir Anthony Hopkins.
2: Yeah.
0: Hey, it could be worse. We could be watching him in Transformers. I yeah. hey, mean, you leave him. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> that was reaction. Said it all. Oh God.
1: <laughs>
0: Will said, and for my next magic trick, I'm gonna pick Transformers <laughs> on my list. <laughs> Yeah. So you show, show, show. Show.
2: My kids have put me through enough hell with Transformers. Was know. Cool. <laughs> hey, hey, Bumblebee, it's okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Look, I remember <laughs> the good. first time I got the first time I ever got a Transformers toy. I threw it. I threw it at the wall. I couldn't get it to transform. <laughs> back. I was like, "Fuck this bullshit!" Like
0: it transformed into a pile of broken toys. <laughs> Mission accomplished. It transforms. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as much as those movies are terrible, Optimus Prime's voice is pretty damn good. Oh
1: well, yeah, of course. Like, you,
0: you, can, you can just put that guy selling anything—trucks, beer, permanent. <laughs> voiceover. Yeah.
1: Beer for trucks, and
0: i don't, i don't know who plays the voice. I forget. I uh, put—he's got—it's like—it's like Sam Elliott's voice. You put Sam Elliott's voice in anything. That man sells you. Got <laughs> <laughs> one of those voices. Optimus Prime has one of those voices.
1: That actually has me curious too. I want to know who plays his voice.
0: I don't know. See if you can check it out, but it's, uh, He played in all the movies. I don't I, I don't remember off the top of my head. I don't remember it being anybody big time at least, but uh Come on. it's pretty damn uh, catchy. I wonder
2: how often he uses it in real life, too, just to, just to talk to, the to kids.
0: I think he goes to, like, conventions and tries to use it to get, like, hot nerves into bed.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: no,
1: it's, it's this Canadian guy named uh, Peter Cullen.
0: Yeah, I don't know who that is. He played Eeyore in Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, humanity is depending on us. We have to sleep Aww. together to save mankind.
1: Oh, he, dude, he was the first voice of uh, the car in Knight Rider. Oh, oh wow. my God,
2: really?
0: <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. That's what he does. Is he... So, wait, the... he made a career out of voicing cars?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He, made, he cars. played the... the
1: You're uh,
2: just jealous, Randy.
0: He <laughs> played the depressed donkey in Winnie the Pooh. Um, hey, it was a car. I... Listen, if there's any, uh, any producers or directors out there looking to voice cars, I'm in. <laughs> uh, and if I have to murder some people or sacrifice them, because I, you know, we read about that online, I'm in. I'll do that. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, he's a very motivated actor. No, just... But I'm not going to sacrifice any dogs. Yeah.
1: You know. no, 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 no. You can't, you can't
0: no. go back on that. No, just... I'll kill all them you want. But animals and
2: yeah. I'm with you on that one. Yes, yeah, so anybody bad. listening,
0: I'm up for hire. Just give me a shout.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll sacrifice some people.
2: <laughs>
0: we'll get some money rolling. Yeah. You can find us on social media: Midnight Evil Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can find us on Stitcher, Google, TuneIn, Spotify, all those apps. Uh, you can find us on Anchor. I on Facebook, on YouTube, uh, we're all over the place. we have got some uh, good movies coming up. I think this month some terrible ones too for Will. Well, Will will think they are terrible. I don't think they're terrible. But we do got some good stuff coming up. Let me see if I can. Uh... We got some things coming up. Some more anniversaries. You know, we got Leprechaun coming up.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. We got April
0: stay soon. We got The Howling coming up. We got Nightmare on Elm Street. We got uh we got critters for will i, I hated those movies texas chainsaw yes. we got a lot of uh you know the craft uh the probably. omen we got a lot of good ones coming up on the schedule uh we got a schedule mapped out pretty far in advance i know it's uh, optimistic we'll see how it turns out but there's a lot of good things coming up jeepers creepers evil dead uh, a lot of good things on the schedule, and. Uh, Hopefully you guys stick around and keep giving us a listen, keep giving us a follow, and uh, hopefully we entertain you just a little little bit to keep you around. And uh, later in the show, we'll tell you what's coming for next week's episode, which was a staff pick. It was a Sarah pick. Yay! This was a staff week pick. This was uh, my pick. Uh, I picked Candyman. 1992's Candyman. Uh, We're going to jump right in. Uh, Candyman was released on October 16th, 1992. It was based on a short story written by Clive Barker called The Forbidden. Clive Barker also has wrote uh, uh, many other stories turned into horror movies. Hellraiser, most notably. Uh, Midnight Meat Train with Vinnie Jones. That was a Clive Barker story. Uh, Nightbreed, that was another one that he's turned into movies. Uh, Books of Blood, which is recently on Hulu. That was you know, based off his anthology books. The uh, movie was rated R. Hour and 41 minutes. The horror slasher movie. Distributed by TriStar Pictures. Production company was Propaganda Films. Uh, the budget was about 8 to $9 million, And it only made $25.8 million in the box office. So it was not really a big box office success there, huh? Yeah, but they made their money back. You yeah, they made a little bit more, a little bit, almost triple their budget, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it wasn't so, you know, didn't make more money. I thought it was freaking fantastic.
1: I mean, a lot of people don't want to see it because they don't want to see a black guy
0: attacking a white woman. Hmm. Yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, <laughs> directed by Bernard Rose, who also wrote the screenplay, uh, starring Virginia Madsen. Tony Todd, Xander Berkeley, and Casey Lemons. Uh, Virginia Madsen has uh, quite a bit of uh, genre acting, though. She's also starred in Dune, uh, Zombie High, Highlander 2, The Prophecy. I looked
2: at her li- Her list is like a mile freaking long.
0: Yeah, she, she <laughs> number twenty three recently, and The Haunting of Connecticut. That was some of her more recent ones. But she's done a lot of uh, genre movies. I've never seen Dune. Uh, I don't know if either one of you saw it. Will, you ever seen Dune?
1: I've never seen Dune? Dune? Yeah, long time ago.
0: I know they're working on a new one. I never saw it. I don't know if she was any good. Uh, I haven't seen The Prophecy either. I know there's like five of those with Christopher Walken, which I have all five. It's just when you have so many freaking movies, you don't have a chance to watch them.
2: I've seen The Prophecy. I just don't remember her being
0: in it. I don't remember her being in the number 23. I know I saw that one. That was that Jim
2: Carrey one. Yeah.
0: I know I saw that, but I don't remember that at all, honestly. We also have Tony Todd in the movie. Tony Todd is Candyman. Mm -hmm. Tony Todd, uh, before Candyman, started the Night of the Living Dead remake from 1990, which was... uh, Directed by Tom Savini, there. Uh, Tony Todd was also in The Crow. Yeah. He was also in four out of the five Final Destination movies.
2: Yeah. He was right. in one, two, <laughs> three,
0: five. Man, I'm not gonna lie. They really should have like at
1: the end of the final like Destination movies, they should have made Tony Todd like actual death.
0: Like, I thought that's what they were <laughs> going for, but they never actually said it. Yeah.
1: Emily, it
0: was all she just recently watched like all five of them. They're good movies, man. He was also in uh, Wishmaster, Tony
2: Todd.
0: I vaguely remember that movie. Well, hey, don't worry. We'll help you remember it. It's all mixed. Sarah, do you remember when you first saw Candyman or how you were first introduced to it at all?
2: I think it was just one of those that had to be watched back when I watched like every horror movie, well, '80s horror movie, and '90s horror movie. And do you I remember what? Probably,
0: probably when it, it, it first came
2: out. I loved it. I remember loving that movie. It's yeah. been years, probably been since then that I've watched it, but I remember loving it.
0: Well, do you remember when you first saw the movie or what your first thoughts were?
1: Um. First time I saw it was late 90s. And I remember that one jump scare where he shoves the hook through the uh, the bathroom mirror. Yes. That shit made me freak the fuck out, dude.
0: Oh, yeah. I
1: was like, what the fuck, man? Come on, man.
0: Now, wait. Speaking of, because I, I, I could tell you when I first saw this movie, I was, I don't know, a kid, maybe five, six years old. And, uh, it was on VHS back in the day when I watched it. And, uh, I got to tell you, we were dumb kids. Uh, Let me ask you, did y'all ever do the Candyman thing in front of the mirror?
2: Well, it's just like Bloody Mary, of course. I
0: did the Bloody Mary one (laughs) time. Listen, as as dumb little white kids, we definitely did the Candyman thing in the (laughs) mirror. (laughs)
1: Let me say this, I was not impressed.
0: Yeah, I remember we did it with the lights off. Yeah. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Same
0: no. here. Same here. the lights the off. For like five or six of us, and all of a sudden you hear like a piano going off, right? And somebody, <laughs> somebody hits the ground somehow, and everybody starts screaming. <laughs> Turn the lights on. The keyboard is like onto the bed on the other side of the room. It's like, all right, I don't know if Candyman started playing the piano, but if you saw this movie, which we all have. That theme song was definitely just a piano playing.
2: <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> so, being little kids. I never
2: and, remembered it having a theme song, but.
0: Yeah, I just remember as little kids scaring the shit out of ourselves. And I remember we did the Bloody Mary as well as kids.
1: I remember back then you can buy a Ouija board just like that. Now they're hard to come by. Hmm.
2: Oh, my daughter has a Ouija board. I got it for her for
0: Christmas. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Listen, I will not have one of those things in my house. (laughs) I ain't gonna have you summon a (laughs) demon portal. Yeah, but
1: you can go to the hippie store and get it taken care of.
0: Forget that.
1: Oh,
2: is that that the trick to it?
1: You gotta go to the hippie store to get that shit taken care of. Get some sage. This,
0: uh, Hey, when we were kids, man, there was all kinds of urban legends. Oh, you know, Candyman was. I remember before we even heard of the movie, we were just told the Candyman legend like like it was real. Like,
1: I think the one urban legend (laughs) I remember like early on as a kid was the uh, the Mothman. Yes, I remember everyone talking about that one, and the Chupacabra, and all the other bullshit and stuff.
0: But some of them weren't even like like. Back yeah. in the day, they told us as kids if you put a quarter on the train tracks that that train would flip off the tracks.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, you could derail it.
0: We would go there and put quarters on the tracks and then back into the woods and like lay on the ground and try to watch and see. Like We were definitely close enough that if it were to flip over we would have died.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, we'd, like all kinds of dumb things.
1: That was kind of funny though.
0: It's fucked up if it would have happened, but. Yeah, I don't know why you would tell kids that. Kids are going to go try to do that. Yeah. Especially well, before we You had know any-
2: what? The, the scariest thing I ever saw was in elementary school when I was, I don't even know. It was probably like, I don't want to say 11 or 12. They um, showed videos, those really bad videos of the dangers of railroad tracks. And on yeah. one of the clips of it, they actually squished the kids in between the train cars. You saw the legs then? And we're like 11 or 12 watching this in the auditorium. It was freaky. Yes, they showed that. And we lived right by the railroad tracks. That's where our schools were. (laughs) So I was on the one side of the tracks and I used to walk down the tracks. I didn't want to walk down for years because of that.
0: I'll be on the wrong side of the tracks.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I was on the wrong side of the tracks.
0: That's how I grew up. Uh, We were dumbass kids. We would put all kinds of shit on the train tracks just to see the trains run it over. We would put (laughs) pumpkins and watermelons and all kinds of apples, all kinds of dumb shits.
1: We
0: would would put glass bottles on the train tracks to watch them explode when the train ran them over. (laughs) We'd line up as many as we could. What is it about uh, being a kid and watching a glass bottle break that just gets you excited? Do y'all it's ever a do that? Sound. Satisfying
2: sounds. Um, satisfying. It's still satisfying to this day.
1: Tell, tell me now that when you hear a glass bottle break, you don't you instantly think of the Stone Cold Steve Austin theme music. Now,
2: I don't because I don't watch wrestling.
0: Listen, back in the day, as kids, we would take all our parents' like empty beer bottles, just the glass ones. And then we would walk around the town and find any beer bottles, glass ones that we'd find. Because <laughs> we lived right up the road from a beach. But in between that, there was just, like, a couple of blocks of just marsh and woods. So we would go down one of these blocks, on our own blocks, too, mind you. Right up the road. And we would take all these glass bottles and just throw them in the air and smash them all over the road.
1: <laughs> now, you know we used to do? Um...
0: On our own street, like idiots.
1: We used to do that thing where we'd be like a group of kids. We'd throw beer bottles up and whoever yeah. moved last that was the one who, whoever won that one. Like, we were fucking stupid.
0: Like, I don't know what it is as kids. There was one time where we're throwing a bunch of glass bottles, right, and uh, we hear cop sirens, which wasn't, you know. We knew that was going to happen. We took off and we run to the beach. So the beach is like a block away. So we go to the beach, and now there's cops coming from both sides of us on the beach. I got to be 12, 13. I'm seeing cops coming from both sides. They can't see me, but I can hear them and see them. Because I went around this little corner. So what do you think I did to hide from the cops? You
1: laid down in the grass? I don't know.
0: I laid down on the sand and pretended I was sleeping. Wow. (laughs) I, I look up, there's like eight cops. I'm like, hey, what's going on, guys? You guys need some? I'm just here napping on the, on the fucking sand.
1: I'm surprised you didn't throw, like, <laughs> random people under the bus. Yeah, I saw some now, kids run through here. Now, no? now
0: somebody else ran with me. They laid next to me and just faced the opposite direction. So now it looks like two grown-ass teenagers just sleeping on the beach.
1: Like, yeah, so going on? Gay shit. That's what you were doing.
0: Just take a nap. <laughs> I need something, like...
1: I'm like, doing some gay shit. No, I'm just.
2: Oh.
0: <laughs> Listen, we just wanted to smash glass bottles. <laughs> we were kids. We would take them to the freeway and throw them over the bridge into oncoming traffic.
1: Yeah, I remember doing that.
0: Like, I don't know if I'm letting the cat out of the bag, and if I can be prosecuted though.
1: Yeah, it's a little too late for that
0: now. You're a badass looking. We used to take like rocks and throw them through windows of uh, like new houses they were building and stuff. Yeah,
1: because we were invincible then. No, just
0: yeah. See what this is why they uh, made the internet public instead of just keeping it for businesses and government. They wanted to distract everybody. We had too much free time on our hands to society, we were getting too much trouble. Uh off topic again, sorry. Back to the
2: back to the movie. <laughs> Sarah did, did watch you the a favorite, movie.
0: <laughs> Sarah, did you have a favorite character in Candyman? Um,
2: I actually I like Candyman because I am a fan of his from Final Destination as well. But I did notice one of the characters in the beginning of the movie, the boyfriends in the bathroom. Yeah. Do you know who that is? No. Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2 possessed Henrietta. Okay. That's apparently who that is. And. Ted to have Ted Remy. And yeah, I was like, really? I'm like, how does anybody realize that? Somebody pointed it out. That's to me. Right. I, like, I
0: forgot Ted Remy was in this movie.
2: Yeah, he was, I mean, he was only in that short part, but. Yeah, that's uh, that's who that
0: is. Will uh, yeah, was, Well who's your favorite in the movie? Favorite character? I mean,
1: other than Tony Todd, like Helen was pretty funny, she was getting driven
0: uh, insane the entire time. Plus, she did have fantastic boobs. <laughs> 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 like, we'll just start cracking up laughing. I'm sorry, I got him.
1: <laughs> I guess.
0: I guess my one of my favorite characters would have been the Rottweiler, cut like its fucking head off.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, that was horrible. It would be that
0: was <laughs> I mean, If I had to pick somebody who wasn't Tony Todd, it would have been the Rottweiler, but you, know, it didn't end good for him. <laughs>
2: that was so. That was so bad. I don't like animals dying ev- any way. Yeah, <laughs> they just. They're just I,
0: yeah, but Tony Todd's going to definitely be my favorite character. He's probably my second favorite horror movie, like a villain or a killer. Only second to Michael Myers. I think Tony Todd's fantastic. I think he, uh, over the years throughout the movies, he tried to make the movies make sense and didn't let them get too off course. Yeah. He's very protective. I did, fi- character.
2: I did find out an interesting fact that apparently was in his contract in this movie. Um, he got, uh, for each beast thing in that one scene, for uh, each beast thing, he got a thousand dollars. He made yep. $23,000 just for beasting. Yeah, I think he
0: made more off the beast things than he did actually. Being, to <laughs> yeah, yeah, a thousand dollars every beast thing.
2: That's done 23 fucking times for this movie.
0: So what they did, they, uh, they bred bees specifically for this movie, and they used newborn bees. The bees were like 12 hours old to try to avoid as many bee stings as possible. And uh, he also wore dental dam in his mouth to, so the bees wouldn't go down his throat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but all those bees they used were real bees. They weren't CGI.
1: Man, that one part where he has them all in his mouth,
0: He's yeah,
1: them over, bro. Oh, fuck that, dude. Yeah,
2: think about that.
0: Kill bees? Would you do that? Uh-uh.
2: Uh oh. Well, I don't know. For a thousand dollars, a bee sting, I probably probably could deal with. The I'm allergic to bees. You,
0: so <laughs> like,
2: oh, Oh, then you can't do it. <laughs> yeah,
1: you can't do it. I'm not. <laughs> I honestly, I don't know if I'm allergic to bee stings.
0: Would you do it, Will?
1: I mean, fuck it. Why not?
0: Uh, I don't know if, where is it? I wrote it down here somewhere. Uh, Virginia Madsen. Uh, so Virginia Madsen wasn't originally going to be the, uh, she wasn't originally going to be Helen. She was going to be the friend, Bernadette. Um, Bernard, wife's, Bernard Rose's wife, Alexandra, was supposed to be the role of Helen. She was supposed to be the main actress. Um, she actually found the story and brought it to her husband. Uh, but then she got pregnant. <laughs> so she couldn't do the movie. Well, she specifically got the movie because she wanted her husband to direct her in the movie. Uh, Virginia Madison wasn't uh, she wasn't main star originally, uh, and before they decided to make her Helen, if they couldn't get her to play Helen, uh, their backup uh, actress was a rel- relatively unknown young Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock was going to wow. be Helen.
2: I couldn't imagine that though. I definitely Well, think of this. This is,
0: this is two or three years before Speed came out. So, this is before she had her big breakout role.
2: <laughs> yeah, but her acting is different. It's not like, I don't know. It's not like horror when I, yeah. when I see
0: Well, if you think she would have been weird in this movie, do you know who was supposed to play Candyman originally? Or who they wanted to play Candyman?
2: <laughs>
0: I think Sarah does because she started laughing. Yeah.
1: Wait, wasn't it like um, Eddie Murphy?
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why?
2: Could you imagine Eddie Murphy standing there going Helen over and over? (laughs) (laughs) I I started laughing thinking about it.
1: (laughs) Now, which one would you have preferred? Eddie Murphy or Bill Cosby? No, I'm (laughs) just
2: Well, he definitely could have had that
0: rapey vibe down. (laughs) (laughs) Helen, eat this pudding pop. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been more terrifying. (laughs) He would have just gave her some rupees or
2: something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, but uh, Tony Todd, uh, I think they did not go with Eddie Murphy because uh, he just wanted too much money. Yeah, he's fucking expensive. Yeah, he's Eddie Murphy.
2: Yeah. Well, that uh, was his prime, too. That that, er, that year, around yeah. the that 90s, that was his prime. Wait, was,
0: was Eddie Murphy...
1: Yeah, oh, no, he was already acting at that time, right? It he was, was doing stand-up in, in the
2: 80s. Yeah, the stand-up in the 80s, movies in the 80s. I think Andy 90s was, like, the biggest thing. Yeah.
0: He did those, he did those, uh, those cop movies where, like, FX, they were called or something like that? um i think
1: are you talking about beverly hills cop
0: no he was in another movie i think it was called fx he did he already had done beverly hills cop he already had done coming to america mm. um this was before nutty professor but it was after coming to america um
2: i don't remember, i
0: don't remember those. yeah and he, it would have been before interview with a vampire so it would have been before he had any kind of horror
1: Yeah, but do you think he would have worked well in a horror movie? Mm
0: -mm. I don't know. He doesn't scream horror movie like Sam. You know what? Here's the thing. Even if he would have did great, I don't think we could have taken him serious.
2: No, you couldn't. His face face alone, you can't, I don't think. He might have
0: been fantastic, but how do you take him serious when you see him?
2: Mm -hmm. I can see that.
1: It's hard to take a comedian in a serious role.
0: And he's also uh, much, much, I think he's like five foot nine, they said. And Tony Todd's six foot five. Yeah, he's kind yeah.
2: Of He's something to be scared of, Just seeing that yeah.
0: he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's ginormous when you put him next to some of these people. Yeah, but
1: Tony Todd definitely is like a lot more intimidating.
0: Yeah, uh, Virginia Madison, when they offered her the role of Helen, uh, she didn't want to do it because she was allergic to bees. Mm-hmm.
1: Shit, I would have been too. What the
0: fuck? She almost passed on the role because she didn't want to have to work with the bees. She told the director she was allergic to bees, and he didn't believe her. How do you not believe somebody? She went to UCLA to get tested, and although it proved she was allergic to bees, it also said she was more allergic to wasps. So the director said, you can do it. You'll be fine.
1: Wow. We'll just yeah. change the, the wasps. No, just-
0: I know it was said uh, a scene where the bees were covering uh, the two of them. Uh, it took them like 45 minutes to get all the bees off them, Tony Todd and Virginia Madsen. Yeah. That, that doesn't
2: even seem that long. I would think longer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. For all the bees they had on them, it doesn't seem too long. I don't know if I want bees on me that long. No, definitely not. Fuck that, dude. Uh, Do you have a favorite scene in the movie at all?
1: Um, favorite scene when she's in the uh, I want to say Doctor, his name, the character's name was like Doctor Burke or whatever. Yeah. She was strapped yeah. to the chair in front of him. Tony yeah. comes up behind him, murders him, and yeah. he just, this how he backed out the window. that yep. yeah, it's funny. <laughs> yeah,
0: just flying out the window, almost we'll yeah,
1: like sucked out the window. I'm like, what the
0: fuck just happened? It was pretty now, fun. If have this on camera, I don't know if they. Did but wouldn't that prove she didn't do it? Like, yeah, here's the thing though, she wrapped like, down on a chair on the other side of the room. But that's the thing though, I don't
1: understand. Okay, he backed, he threw himself out the window, but he unlocked her cuff, right? I would have just uh-huh. sat there, and, like, I would have cuffed her right back on him. Like, no, nah, <laughs>
0: I'm sitting right here. It, it takes off, What did just sat there, like, it wasn't me? Look, yeah, I'm still and here. Taking off is what and made you're... it look like she did. Yeah, but, you now, know, like... What
2: would she have used? This is freaking... The way she cut... Like, that candy man cut him? What would she have used? Either way, there's no hook sitting on his fucking desk. True, and then...
1: How do you even explain the broken window? If she would have just sat there, she's like, Look, I'm still in this chair.
0: Yeah. yeah no, cha- no
2: chairs went flying out the window, either. She's got no yeah.
0: <laughs> weapons. She, she doesn't have any blood on her. Like, mm-hmm. I get
1: Sarah, it. You you believe to believe in this scene? natural, blood.
2: Did I have a favorite scene? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's kind of when she goes back to the apartment and the, the husband's girlfriend is painting it pink. And like oh. and she turns around.
0: Stacy. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Stacy yeah, starts crying hysterically for no reason. Mm-hmm. I was just dying laughing during that part. I thought it, I'm like, why the hell is she crying? She hasn't even done anything yet.
0: <laughs> that movie was weird, man. Uh, what he was in there for a month. And, uh, he had a new girl moved in and ready and everything.
2: Yeah, and that was that whole thing is fucked up. I have issues it with that
0: <laughs> Now, is it less fucked up though because he thought his wife literally murdered a bunch of people?
2: It doesn't matter. You love someone, you're married to them, you at least give them more than a month. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, at, you at least you give them more friend. than a month. <laughs>
1: Well, another thing, why was why was Stacy playing with a big ass fucking kitchen knife cutting meat? Like, did you notice she was her she was going like this with the knife? It's like she was cutting raw meat and throwing it in a salad or something. But did you see she ate something off of that like that cutting board? She was like, You don't eat raw meat like that. That that bitch was weird. Also, her fucking nipples were everywhere in that fucking scene. Like, no shit. Explains- <laughs>
0: I'm what glad was- he said it because I already pointed that. Yeah, nice- <laughs> but I was thinking, I like,
1: how could you yes. not see that? Like, someone was Third like, no, "You tell." No.
2: She was wearing a white shirt. That whole scene, she's walking around, she's banging around the freaking kitchen. She's acting like a typical woman that's all pissed off because her, I don't know, her boyfriend is crying right, so about the that. wife.
0: Because you won't get yelled at for saying that. Me or Will would. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But it's true. I was like, i like, that's a woman that's all pissed off for the wrong fucking reasons." Like, yeah. I don't know. No, she had no sympathy for the fact that his wife just freaking died after all that crap.
1: I mean, apparently, that's what you do. As soon as your wife dies, you get a new one. Like, what the fuck? Hmm? It, you,
2: what? Yeah, no. What? As soon as your wife kills somebody, you get a new one. <laughs> you
1: know, it's <what's> funny. <laughs> I realized that 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 dude, that uh, Trevor. He was yeah. the uh, the dad in Terminator Two.
0: Was
2: he?
1: Uh, yeah, he was a stepdad, and then he, he was
2: looked a, familiar. Yeah, he, he was is. a
1: stepdad in, in Terminator Two, where like the other cop like killed him and stuff like that. I was like, what the fuck? That was so weird. I was like, that is like, a stepdad.
0: Is there... With everybody else in the movie, I stopped paying attention to him. Yeah, Ooh. he was in the walking. I knew
2: he family. looked familiar. He was.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: He was um. It was like in the later seasons. He was like the leader of the hilltop. He was. Yeah, he was the uh, like the governor. I watched
0: that show. I'm sorry.
1: It's fine. I did too. I, I it was yes. just too much. Uh,
0: <laughs> I watched all the way up to the time jump, and then I was gave up.
1: Again, I don't blame you.
0: Yeah. I. Right, they're finally gonna end it. It's probably for the best.
2: Yeah. I, the it is. is. I enjoy the show, but yes it does need to end well,
0: it was always really it, slow but it was good but I then think it's the first season though the first season was it, great it was an incredible show at times yeah i guess we can uh, say thank you to frank darabont for a lot of that <laughs> oh definitely yeah i mean he cast the whole original cast and everything He has the tendency to use a lot of same actors, so a lot of the same people that were in The Walking Dead were in other movies. Like The Mist has like three or four of the same actors. Dale's in it.
2: Yeah.
0: Andrew's in it. Uh Carol's in it. Carol yeah. Is she
2: really? Oh. Yeah. I don't like yeah. Carol. She's, Carol pisses me off. She's the mom
0: that takes off and that and they think really? she's dead and she, yeah. you see her in the truck with her kids. <laughs> right. So Emily recently watched that movie for the first time, and uh, that ending really got her.
2: <laughs> oh, did it? Yeah.
0: Were you were you just sitting in the background, just laughing your ass off, just waiting? Mm-hmm. No, I was at work or sleeping or something. She watched oh. it with
2: Why would she watch that movie <laughs> we're alone? Like, she had never seen it. So I really fucked with it. you.
1: It's weird. I would have loved to see more about that whole lot like,
0: universe. Yeah. I would have loved. Well, really- you no, know, but it only lasted one season. Yeah. It was it right?
1: The, wasn't the TV show basically like the movie? I remember they were stuck yeah. somewhere too,
0: right? Pretty much. It only lasted one season. Last I looked, it was on Netflix. Oh, fuck like it yeah. I think it was originally on FX or something like that. I forget.
1: Yeah, it was on. I think it was on FX.
0: I Think it was FX. Uh, I think my favorite scene is uh, when the little kid's telling her the story of the Candyman. And they're talking about, but they're—I think he—they're talking about two different people completely, and she has no idea. And he's telling her the story about the bathroom murder, and then she goes in there, and the drug dealer shows up and beats the crap out of her.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, she had her ass handed to her, dude. Oh my god, dude.
2: It serves her right, though. She shouldn't be going around the projects like that. Just saying.
0: Yeah, she should not have went to the projects like that alone. <laughs> If she, as an actress, wasn't allowed there in real life by herself, why would she go there?
2: Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: They have police escorts just to even go there.
2: Exactly.
0: They had a bunch of plane clothes, And I, I'm pretty sure I heard that uh, at least on one occasion the police cars were, like, shot up or something.
1: Shit. Sure. Hmm?
0: Like, what, what do they think is going to happen here? How do they think this is a good idea? i don't know uh did you have any other uh like uh favorite characters at all will or
1: um no i don't think so you
2: know, don't
1: really stood out. sorry um no i honestly no i don't think so i mean the friend helen's friend uh what was her name i don't burn is that
0: her name yeah Bernabette? yeah i liked her i thought she was pretty cool yeah, that's that's uh, that actress is Casey Lemon. She's also *Sounds of the Lambs*. Yeah, I thought she was pretty cool, though. I like, other than that, like, oh, that Virginia Madsen was originally supposed to play was as Bernadette.
2: That's yeah, she she did pretty good.
0: Yeah, I'll give her that. Do You have any other favorite characters at all, Sarah?
2: No, because it's not like tons of characters. If you think about it, in the movie. The little boy was funny. I yeah. don't know. I found that
0: like said funny. What about a favorite kill? Did you have a favorite kill, Sarah?
2: Doctor Burke. <laughs> that was one of was here.
0: Doctor Burke. Uh, Doctor Burke is the one in the psychiatrist's <laughs> office, right? Yeah, yeah, that one.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: He looks um, so familiar. I would say I can't place where I know him from, but he looks so familiar. Yeah. Yeah, he looks so familiar. Yeah.
2: If you say well-deserved kills, the husband definitely deserved that. But. Yeah, I'm going to admit <laughs> that was
1: one of my favorite ones. But was that your favorite kill? Oh, That was probably my favorite one. The husband? It, it all tied together. <laughs> you had The stupid new girlfriend running around just nipples pointing out with a big knife. Then he gets murdered. Oh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever discourage a woman for having her nipples pointing out, Will?
1: I will not. I'm all a man. I'm all up for it. You
0: know, it's a woman's choice to do it. I'll take my nipples out in support. I'm just there. You go.
2: Yeah, okay.
0: You're in Florida, oh. so you got to put pasties over your nipple. You can't have them showing. Hey, man, I'm okay with that. I'm just. It's just a waste of a nipple. Yes. <laughs> Honestly,
2: right. though. That that ending was so well deserved, and I was even saying before it happened that if my husband brought his girlfriend to my funeral, I would come back to kill him. So yeah,
1: I, that was a fucked I know, up.
2: I don't know if this is a woman scorned or what, but I was just <laughs> off at that one.
1: I'm definitely coming back. This is some bullshit. No, I'm just. <laughs>
2: You know, starting, think,
1: like, during that funeral, no one said a damn thing when the little black kid threw the hook into her,
0: like, grave. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Nobody said a damn thing about the whole project's coming over to the funeral, That, that was
0: a, That was a lot of work to come there, drop that in the casket, and leave. Like,
2: <laughs> right? Yeah, they all, all up,
0: They got dressed up. They got organized, because they were all walking in succession. And they all arrived at the same time.
2: They're all dressed up. Got a bow tie on. <laughs> so. Just
0: drop and walked out, huh? Like what the
2: fuck,
0: dude?
1: <laughs> no, man, that was fucked up.
2: Yeah,
0: I, I think my favorite kill, and I gotta, I gotta, I'm watching it now. Is, is got to be Doctor Burke, like you
1: guys yeah. said. It's funny, dude, because he's just getting murdered yeah. from behind, dude. Yeah, why he
0: should
2: had leave? The place yeah. open.
0: She's strapped in, like yeah. You
2: know, her, but
0: she's loose. Yeah, but there's like, there's not enough blood on her to say she did the killing.
1: Yeah, like if she would have just sat there in that chair and not moved, they could have been like, oh well, there's no way she could have done it. What's she gonna do? She murdered him while still stuck to the chair.
0: Like, yeah. And she like to across the building.
1: Yeah. Like, did, did forensic looked science looked not exist at that point? A bunch of
0: cops are running around, and nobody looks up to see. Yeah. Well, can they tell,
1: like, he was murdered with a hook? She clearly did not have a hook in that scene.
2: I, uh, yeah, no. yeah, I no. think he took it with him and everything. Like, there's not nothing there. What is she going to do? Yeah. Use a pen? I mean, like, what yeah. else is there in that room? She murdered him there with a stapler.
0: Really- no, I'm just- yeah, she yeah. must have. <laughs> Did, uh, did you like the effects of the movie, Will? Oh, of course.
1: Of course, man. Like the bees, Tony Todd.
0: Oh, the bees were she, all real, too. Yeah, like all that shit was like crazy. And, and the, the blood was great. And the gore was great. The headless I dog. I like the
2: makeup on her. Like at the end yeah, with the, the, with the uh, fire, fire and stuff, that makeup. Oh, yeah. The headless yeah.
0: dog is pointed out. The dog. <laughs> Dog's head looks pretty good. Has an effect.
2: Yeah.
0: As long as they didn't cut off a real dog's head, we're good.
1: <laughs> well, no, I'm just, it was the early nineties.
2: Yeah. yeah. they had to cut, cut funds somewhere. <laughs> it's true.
0: It wouldn't be the first time they killed an animal on a set. Oh. <laughs> you know oh, when God. she goes back to uh. And she goes back to her apartment with her husband. Why is the door just fucking open? Yeah, I didn't understand that.
2: Because she was she was painting, open so I guess she had to air out. Well, and then I I thought she was the girlfriend was high coming off the ladder at first. Like she looked all fucked up, like she was huffing paint. But There's then windows. she started crying. For some
0: they have like a balcony. Like I, I'm looking at it now, and they have windows. Why not open those? Why would you leave your front door open? Because no.
2: I thought that they had moved out or something at first when I saw that.
0: do yeah. it just uh, it didn't didn't make sense to me. Nothing made sense back in the nineties. There's the Pokies, Will. Huh? There's the Pokies. <laughs> Sarah, what did you think of the effects in the movie?
2: I liked them. I mean, for that time, it was good. I didn't think anything was really that bad. Um, I mean, yeah, Yeah. some things look fake. Yeah, I didn't think
0: it looked that bad, but I thought it was weird at the end.
2: It's not like a dummy falling out the window or something. It didn't, you know, everything looked pretty realistic.
0: I thought the scene with the bonfire uh, where all the bees fly out, that looked a little weird, but I guess for early 90s, that was the best CGI they could do. Yeah, think it's pretty much. That wasn't practical effects.
1: Can you imagine if they just shot out a bunch of like flaming bees?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have so many bees,
1: we gotta get rid of them somehow.
0: They could have used we, the popcorn yeah, to shoot the bees
1: out. <laughs> <laughs> it's flaming bees everywhere. Here's...
0: And then Helen takes like the gallon of paint and throws it at the wall. She just helped them paint. Well. <laughs> You should have thrown it out the window or something.
2: What is she doing? Fuck
0: your face. I'm, pink. I'm
2: just... sorry that 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 pink really just made me so angry. I'm like, who the, who makes an apartment that color? It's like I a don't sad know. Pink. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: what do you think? I don't of know. the ending? I thought, I thought this whole movie was psychologically fucked up relationship. I don't know, like this whole psychological thing where you all you have left is my desire for you. It sounds oh, like yeah. a really controlled like he was a controlled freak. For her. I'm going to take away everything you loved, everything that makes sense to you, and then you're all mine after that because you have nothing left.
0: Yeah, he kind of left her with nothing so she would have to turn to him.
2: Yeah. I, I, it, I just said, I don't know. That just, it, it was really fucked up.
0: <laughs> yeah, it worked. I mean, she went to him. I guess it was to save the baby, but she did go there. Well, what did you uh, think of I you? mean... Well, I Sorry, enjoyed it,
1: man. They left it open for, like, a sequel and stuff.
0: Oh, there was multiple sequels.
1: Well, I know, but I'm just saying, like, that first time I saw it, I'm like... You see how, like, whatever that is coming, the bees flying away, I'm like... Yeah. Ah. He just turned into bees, like,
0: all right, cool. No, he didn't turn into the bees, because they still showed his body, like, melted away. Well, no, I'm
1: just saying, like, that's, like, you know... The,
0: they you know, his, maybe it was his essence. Yeah. yeah.
1: The man was made of bees. No. <laughs> yeah. He
0: was made of bees. Oh, wow. I thought the ending was pretty awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. The bonfire and her going to save the baby and the funeral and the the the, the, the murder where she kills the husband.
2: I'm so, so glad she came back. I'm but there so was
0: I do they didn't really continue that later on.
2: No. But I don't know. It was like a well I just don't understand why when she finally did call Candy she saved it for the doctor rather than Yeah.
0: But does that um, mean now
2: a husband, you know, like
0: in the mirror is she going to come murder you?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, that's how my take on it would have been, but like, because Candyman...
0: Because that's what he did. He was in the mirror, you know, talking to all oh, Helen. Yeah. Helen. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, she's his place, in a way.
0: Does she become, like, the new Candyman? Is Candyman yeah. dead? <laughs> does he still show up, or does Helen show up now? I'm pretty sure it's still Tony Tony. And how
2: Hel- Hel- takes away some man's fucking life and everything and makes desires and stuff go away for her. I don't
0: know. Uh, would you recommend this movie, Sarah? Would you watch it again?
2: Yeah, definitely. I'm actually, I want to start watching some of the sequels because I haven't seen those in a while, too. Hey, uh,
0: If you guys watch the sequels, Feel free to let me know, and we can always cover them at any point as a bonus show or anything like that. And I would love to watch them. I love them. I haven't seen them in a while. I think Farewell to the Flush was the second one, and Day yeah. of the Dead the third one or something like
2: that. I heard, I heard the second one was uh, much better. Oh, i kind of curious to see it again.
0: I mean, I think all three of them are pretty good movies, and they all they keep with that continuity. They don't really go off the course. and Tony Todd's Candyman and all of them, you know. I mean, I just
1: yeah. like that they just made movies after, like, Urban Legends and shit.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh. Yeah.
0: No. Okay. Um, those are the
2: scariest stories, some of those.
0: I'm going to have to look and see if they're on any streaming sites or anything like that. And if oh. they are, I'll tell you guys. And if you guys ever watch them and want to I ever talk about the them, can definitely cover those.
2: The second Candyman is on, actually free on Amazon Prime. You don't need any subscriptions or anything for oh, it. Right,
0: finally that Amazon Prime subscription pays off.
2: I think it was. It was the night that was 1995, I believe. So yeah, I think yeah, that was the one that was free.
0: Farewell to the Flesh was the second one. I think that's. I think you're yeah. right. I think that's on Amazon. I think the third one's on one of the free sites, Tubi. I think maybe or something like that. Wow. Maybe we can watch those one day and cover those. Maybe Emily will be feeling better. Uh, Well, you've never seen the sequels, have
1: you? I want to say I have seen the sequels. I don't remember them much.
0: Yeah, I don't remember much about them. I know I saw them both. I I used to have them in VHS, but I don't have them anymore. I know I've seen them. I want to say I have. I just don't remember them. Uh, Will, would you watch the movie again? Would you recommend it? I would definitely recommend
1: it. Uh, it was it was a really good movie.
0: Yeah, I love the movie. Uh, I, I love everything from the opening, that like the the song. I even think the song might be one of the creepiest songs of the killers. Really, just that it's classical piece about horror. playing.
2: Horror movie, yeah, not typical for a horror movie.
0: Yeah, like what makes the Halloween theme song so terrifying is just the simplicity of it. it's just the piano. The it's like a very simplistic tune. It's just a couple of keys that he plays, and I think this was composed by like a classical music guy, and the, it just fits the freaking movie. And I know uh, the story originally, like the uh, actual short story was, was took place in liverpool i think it was in, in england yeah
2: which and is fitting that was like a poor area too so
0: yeah i almost think like that song actually would fit that too i think it would still fit it if you did it in liverpool and stuff like that i mean they still
1: had those too so
0: and even the opening shots were like they're it's like the above above like the highways and stuff I know that was like a groundbreaking shots at the time. Cinematography. Even uh, the visual effects, like the actual housing projects, like his lair, wherever, mm-hmm. I guess you would call it, where he's sleeping, and uh, all the artwork of him they did in graffiti and stuff, where they come through the mouth.
2: Yeah, that was a little weird. Them living in the cinder block. The cinder block yeah. walls threw me off in that.
0: Yeah. Wow, did you hear them in the beginning talking about uh, they're talking about other urban legends I know another one when we were kids is they they used to say, I think they mentioned in the movie that there was alligators in the sewers like, Oh yeah, yeah. In the- oh. They talk about it how people flush baby alligators down the toilet and they grew into full grown alligators and there's alligators in the sewers is an urban legend too like yeah, we heard that as kids. Yeah, I we used like... to try to get down the sewers to see if there was alligators and stuff. Uh-oh. And I remember one time we finally got an opening, like open, and it was just a manhole. There was no sewers. There was just a hole.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> so
0: we just did, we did it like for months of work trying to get this thing open, and there was nothing. That's
1: the thing, though. I I don't believe like they would exist down there in the sewers because ah. it, it does get really cold, like
0: during the year. Like well, oh like that they couldn't live. There's nothing to eat. Yeah. Where they what, eat shit?
1: Look, if you want to see gators, <laughs>
0: Florida. They're everywhere. That's true.
1: With you, no, I'm just.
0: It was based in Chicago at the uh, the real life uh, public housing development Cabrini Green. Uh, they also talked about the uh, the razors and the candy. Did you see that?
2: Well, I she opened up one of the candies and got cut yeah. from the razors.
0: There's a, that was another oh, yeah, one of those when point. we were kids, though.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, I remember that.
0: Our parents say, you can't eat any candy, but you got to go home and check all of it.
2: I had... My mom made me check all my candy, and she would check all my candy. Every yeah, but when our eat. parents checked the
0: candy, it was just them taking the ones they wanted. Yeah, you got to take that's
2: the... true, rest, too. Right? Yeah, my <laughs> mom always took the Reese's, Reese's peanut butter cups for me. Get your bag
0: back. It's like a popcorn <laughs> ball, a bag of pretzels. And <laughs> <got> an orange... <laughs>
2: Help, crap! Get
0: the <health craft. laughs> peanut butter wrapped in, in, in the little plastic thing that has no markings whatsoever. Oh yeah, orange and black things with the peanut butter. <laughs> God! Like, wait a minute. What happened to do all the good dude, candy? You remember how stoked you would get when you find
1: a house with like full size candy bars?
0: Yeah, dude. Yes. Before we had something. so you'd walk around and just tell everybody like, "Hey, go over there. I got some candy bars." Shit, I'd go back. I'm like, I had a different costume. No. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
0: or would you find the bowl, the bowl of candy?
2: Oh God, you were one of those bowl. kids that took the whole bowl.
0: <laughs> Who was. I
2: think you, you were
0: not me. <laughs> I, would, I would, I would take usually two or three, but I wouldn't take the whole bowl. <laughs> no, kids I, would,
2: the whole I would bowl. leave the
0: candy, and take the fucking bowl. No, just...
2: <laughs> yeah, of course you would.
1: <laughs> That's a nice fucking bowl. <laughs>
2: <laughs> pick up the bowl and be
1: like, that's a good bowl. I can eat soup out of this shit. I'm taking the bowl. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, that's what you gotta do, right?
1: You know what's funny? Yeah. One year one year in Halloween, I was yeah. like, be like 18, 19, there was a house that would have candy, and the guys, and like, the owners of the house, they had coolers like, hey, if you want a beer, take one. I'm like, yes. The first time I had a Sh- Budweiser. Really? Worse, worse. You wow. would just give him out. He didn't get like,
2: arrested now. <laughs> uh, he was, he was a cool dude.
1: <laughs> now that now I'm just say, saying,
2: is, has to be arrested that. now—that's like child abuse right there.
0: <laughs> I remember a year or two ago, there's a story of somebody uh accidentally gave out like an edible or something. The kid ate. And was then it, it became a thing. Thing. No. Like, watch out. People are giving out edibles on purpose. Was like, it? No, you it was didn't... no, it wasn't me. I wouldn't <laughs> make some people get edible like that.
1: It. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up, but it would be kind of funny to watch that happen. Just yeah, so it would... it stoned it's stoned.
2: It's not a fun situation. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> not a fun situation. <laughs> uh,
0: they say the Legend first appeared in 1890. He was the son of a slave. Uh when he was in the bathroom, he cut the little kid's dick off. So they yeah.
2: said Yeah. Yeah. That, that that bathroom scene, that was him holding the penis or where his penis was. But and then was the, the kitty the little kid even the, real the candy man? even said you calculus? don't want to ever No, that had to have been I think that had to have been the gangster candyman.
0: Okay, I wanna make sure it wasn't I wanna make sure it wasn't Tony Todd cutting.
2: That's team I think that was more of the drug dealer because Candyman Candyman actually kills everybody. I don't think he just chops up the
0: <laughs> You're
2: never going to have sex ever in your life.
0: Yeah. That's why when the little kid was talking about it, he said, You can't fix that. You're better off dead.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> can't sell that back on.
2: <laughs> well, you can, but it's not going to work. It's at not going to be the
0: same. <laughs> That that little kid, uh, the one who told her the story, was also in Little Giants. You ever see that, it? Will? No, so um, cool. was it really, yeah. Oh, huh. I have to go back and watch that movie. I <laughs> think he was a little kid that uh, that couldn't catch the ball and he had practiced catching the like toilet paper rolls. <laughs> I, That's think I, think I think so. Yeah, it said he's in Little Giants, he would play somebody named Hoyt. Huh. I thought he had some good, uh, some good catchphrases there. "Sweets to the sweet" and "Be my uh, victim."
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. I thought uh... I honestly don't remember that one. Like, there's a <laughs> lot of those old movies I don't remember why. I know I've seen them, but I don't care for them. Like the Goonies. Sorry. Do what? For the Goonies. I did not
0: I get it. Like
2: that's, a, that's a classic staple for the 80s, though. That movie, oh, you don't have to even like it. It's a classic staple, though.
0: Come on, Will. You know, so.
1: Look, I remember watching it in the in like the early 90s. It was great, but going back and watching it now as an adult, I can't do it.
2: Uh, I haven't watched it as an adult either, I'll have to admit. So but it's it's a couple months, but I watched it recently.
1: Well, like, try watching any, like, movie you saw as a child. Like, it's a child a movie, burger. and going back and, like, it's not the same. Home of the Good Burger, can I
2: take your order? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you just proved point right there. Oh,
0: Will loves orange soda. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> damn, what was that other movie? Uh, you ever seen Hook? Yeah, um, movie. It's still yeah. It still holds up so well.
0: Mm. He still holds up.
2: Any Robin Williams movie holds up, though.
0: Sadly, he's not here for us to talk about how great he is. God damn it. Oh,
2: no. he's, he's still fantastic. He's always great.
0: I still haven't been, got a chance to watch that uh, documentary, Robin's Wish.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, I heard about it. I,
2: haven't, I, watched that. I, I have- haven't watched that. I haven't watched that. I, I watched the other one, the one where in your head, in his head, or something like yeah. that, on the HBO. That one was really, really good. Yeah, I have it. I just I got, got me a, a little I have them both. Uh, I, I want to watch the, uh, the newest one, but yeah, that first one was fantastic. It made me cry. It did. I'll admit it.
1: I mean, it goes to show you that even people who seem happy on the outside aren't happy on the inside.
0: Like, yeah, I guess so, man. Uh, you,
2: a lot of the clips. A lot of the clips, oh. he was staring off into space, and you can tell yeah. he had a, he had something on his mind. Oh. That's
0: what I'm and saying. Still, I, was, uh, I watched that James the, the, the Belushi documentary. Belushi, uh-huh. I guess that's kind of similar because they said he was always like uh, he was always just kind of miserable, like, and he was uh, you know bringing joy to everybody, but he was so you know he was never really happy himself. Yeah,
2: that's
0: how it is. I guess the people who bring you the most joy can never tell on the inside that they're uh, not happy at all. And so they're out there at the bonfire, right? Nobody hears the crying baby?
1: Uh, It's a bonfire? People are having fun? Nobody got time for a baby? Yeah,
2: they were rioting and shit. They were rioting, you couldn't hear over it. Oh. They were like yelling and screaming, and there was like a whole group of them. I mean, they, they were loud. And you got the fire, then you got the fire and stuff like that. And the little kids were starting to scream before they even got over to the bonfire area.
0: Yeah, yeah burn him. Yeah, Just burn him.
2: Because <laughs> I wondered that too when I first saw when I was watching it. I was wondering, I'm like, it should you know maybe the kid, the baby's imaginary or whatever is part of her yeah. imagination, but uh, yeah. And then when she came out with the baby, it's like okay, so it wasn't fake, like it wasn't fake in her head type of stuff, but um, yeah, everybody was really loud.
0: His girlfriend, Stacy or whatever, when she's got the butcher knife in her hand, she's just like slamming it on her own hand, yeah, that's
1: what I was talking about earlier. I was like, how that's unsafe,
0: man. That's unsafe. Like, <laughs> She's got the blade down on her palm, and she's just smacking her palm that's, with the blade. Uh, that's just,
1: that's big just
0: old bitch energy, right there, man. She's big old pokey's just cutting raw meat and throwing it somewhere. At that point, she would have sliced her own nipple off. That would have been interesting. <laughs>
2: what? You would have been so disappointed. It would only be one then.
0: <laughs> that happens in <to laughs> one of the wrong turn movies. You remember that? The girl gets shot through the back with a bow and arrow, and it comes out the nipple. I don't remember which one. It was whichever one Henry Rollins was in.
2: Oh,
0: Uh, Yeah, they shot a lot of the scenes at the Cabrini Greens. They had to to, get permission from the gangs to shoot there. They passed a lot of the residents as figuring it would help them uh, sell the movie and get it made. Uh, I know they were worried that it would be the producers were very worried that they would come off as a racist because the black protagonist going after the girl. Mm. So I know they met with the NAACP and brought them the script, and they were like, Yeah, this movie's just fine. Why can't a black guy be a ghost? Why can't he be a killer? We, you know, it's, it's Well, just,
2: think it's, about it. There isn't that many black people that are like, you know, like play the horror characters normally. That's but true. Like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think.
1: The thing is, like, they don't want to see black guys killing white people.
2: I understand that, but I mean and and if you think in the overall genre of horror, there really isn't that many where the black guy is like the main bad guy, which is what horror is. It's about the you know, that's the character, the main character is always the bad guy. So then you you gotta think that's more on that line stepping over because now you have a black person as the main character, and,
0: and he did fantastic. Uh
2: yeah.
0: the, the Candyman was also the nickname of a serial killer. Have you ever got either one of you guys ever heard of that, Dean Corll? No,
2: no. What did he do?
0: Between 1970 and 1973, he kidnapped, tortured, and murdered 28 young boys in the Houston area. He was nicknamed Houston. the Candy Man because his family owns uh, a candy factory, like a a candy shop and a factory where they made their own candy and stuff. Oh. So they nicknamed him the Candy Man.
2: Hence the, re- the reading, you never got in the cars. Straight into yeah. <laughs>
1: But Sarah, they had candy. You no,
0: know, just <laughs> yeah, as a kid I were. was
2: that roller <laughs> where I'm like, Yeah, I'm gonna go take a ride for some freaking candy. I'm pretty
0: sure as kids we got strangers with cars when we weren't supposed to. Yeah. You got candy? No. I got, I mean,
2: I got followed I got followed numerous times on my way back from like the library and stuff to oh, my town. That
1: was a girl. Cars, have
2: cars done. Me. Yeah. Even cars as cars chasing guy, me and that, shit.
0: But uh yeah. <laughs> I used to hitchhike. Yeah, either one of you guys ever hitchhike? We used to hitchhike back in the day, man. Oh hell no! No. I'm sorry. I I always
2: i i i walked everywhere. I walked everywhere.
0: Yeah, we Uh, hitchhike. That was stupid.
2: I was a girl, so I knew better. Yeah, that's (laughs) true. (laughs) Come
0: on now. So not only was uh, the original short story uh, set in Liverpool, but in this. In the short story, uh Candyman was described as a pale skinned man with long blonde hair, brightly colored patchwork clothes. So he's a white guy in the story. Sounds like a
1: clown. What the fuck?
2: Nose?
1: <laughs> like holy shit. How white can you be, nose?
2: <laughs>
0: if you ever if you look for a picture of how he looks in the story, he looks weird. I mean he doesn't sounds- look um and then the in the movie they have uh so the girl the lady got murdered by because the guy came through the bathroom mirror mm. That was based on a true story that really happened in Cabrini Green like Oh really? Broke
1: yeah. through the window like the bathroom
0: mirror? Uh Ruthie Mae McCoy was murdered in 1987 because somebody climbed through her bathroom mirror
2: that's freaky. This oh. shit like that can really happen.
0: Yeah. Uh, she called the police, told them somebody was trying to break in through the mirror. Um, police officers <laughs> showed up. <laughs> they got keys from the office, and the keys didn't work, so they just left. Oh, fuck. Hmm?
2: All right. I'm sorry, you get a phone call saying somebody's trying to break through my mirror. Do you really take it seriously, though? they
0: just oh,
2: I don't know I wouldn't I would be like yeah they're fucking on drugs right now uh,
0: so the next well, day. humor them so the ne- so this goes on the next day one of the neighbors said hey usually you know we see Ruthie every morning uh she's you know she talks to us um we haven't seen her she's she's missing so the cops came back the next day and they uh they were going to break down the door and the uh, uh the security guard said If you do that and she's in there and she's okay, she might sue you for, you know, breaking her property. So the cops said, oh, you're right. And they just left again because they didn't want to get sued. What the fuck? They got discouraged, so they just left. No. Finally, on the third day, when people are complaining again that she's missing and nobody's seen her, um, one of the project officials shows up with a carpenter, and they drilled the lock in, and they found her just laying there dead on the floor, smelling like rotting flesh. She was shot. Four times.
2: That's
0: horrible. How did nobody not hear the shots?
2: Like
0: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. She was shot four times, and she called the police and said, hey, they're breaking in through my mirror. And the cops showed up and just left. On two different occasions, they just showed up and left. They knocked on the door, and nobody answered, so they left.
1: That's kind of dumb. like Those... Honestly, those, those cops, like, they attribute it to her getting murdered.
0: Yeah. They, that's their fault, too. And Cabrini Green was, uh, if you're interested in, like, true crime or anything like that or or uh, real life, like, stories like that, uh, look up Cabrini Green. They had a long history of bad stuff happening there. Uh, it's, it's a very interesting read. You can still probably find news clips on YouTube and stuff like that. I oh, yeah, one or two more things. I'm sorry. I, I got a lot of notes on this week's episode. It's one of my favorite movies. Uh, so, Virginia Madsen and all those scenes, you know, how it looked like every time she was in a scene with Candyman, she was like in a trance like state. Yeah. They hypnotized her for real every time she was in a scene with the Candyman. Do they really? Yeah, they I mean, hypnotized
2: why? Her. why would you do that, though? She wanted
0: to give her that, like, where she was like in a trance, where she was enamored with him.
2: The fuck? That's just, that, that. I would not want anybody hypnotizing me for any anything uh, like the that. Oh.
0: Hypnotizer was the director.
2: What the, the? fuck? like to he not be in control people. of your own body in that sense is just yeah. not yeah.
0: So he learned how to hypnotize people, and he would clear the set ten minutes before any time they were supposed to be in the scene together, and he would hypnotize her, and then he would call everybody in like, "Okay, come come in there. She's done." Wow. Uh,
1: Sorry, that seems a little like scumbaggy. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. That, what did he, like, he do in the office before he said, "Come, she's done, he's not oh. ready." <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's, like, he's like, "All right, everyone, come in. Let me zip back up." Like, he's like, you "Gotta go, hypnotize Yeah,
2: exactly.
1: <laughs> he's like, "Oh, director, you ready?" He's like, "Hey, man, why are you zipping up your pants? What what'd you just do?" <laughs> oh,
2: he's yeah, like, I'd have concerns that. about that.
1: Yeah. Uh. Like, uh,
2: I'd need a, I'd, I'd a buddy in there too. <laughs> you know, yeah,
1: like, uh, don't leave me alone in here with them like that.
0: <laughs>
1: Are you fucking crazy?
0: Yeah, I don't know if that's a good idea. Especially in Hollywood, there's a lot of stories like that.
2: Yeah, I don't that's believe, so I don't
0: we'll believe do that. in Hollywood, so feel free to give me a job. You know, we can go murder and sacrifice people together. Let's go, anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and my last note was. Uh, so after Freddy vs. Jason came out um, studios were clamoring to try to come up with the next like horror movie mashup and uh, they actually pitched doing Candyman vs. Leprechaun What?
2: Uh, what? Yeah. No. What? They what?
0: The scripts and they had a meeting with the, the director of the original Candyman, Bernard Rose and the only reason it didn't happen was because Tony Todd flat out refused to do it. He said no chance in the hell.
2: Exactly. There's, that doesn't make any... Uh, that doesn't make any sense. They
0: wrote a script. They pitched meetings. They were going to do it, and the only reason they didn't do I it... I was, was probably going to be
2: Leprechaun in the Hood, then, because I'm feeling... Yeah, he <laughs> just
0: got <that. is. laughs> Absolutely not. I'm not doing that. No way. No how. Mm-mm.
1: I wonder why... Wait, what, what was the real reason why he turned it down?
0: Uh he, Just the character. He didn't want to mess up the character, like that.
1: I mean, yeah,
0: that that he, Leprechaun... he, did a, he did a very good job of protecting the Candyman character. He's the only one to ever play him. Uh, even the new one, he's coming back as Candyman. It looks like they might be, like, passing of the mantle kind of thing, but it That'd makes be sense cool. because they said the the new guy is supposed to be the baby from the first movie or something like that. Oh, that's uh, kind of badass, dude. That's what that I made, That
2: makes sense.
0: Yeah, and that's why there's that connection.
2: Think about, like, him... Um, the feeding the baby
0: the honey off his finger and shit yeah that's weird and, the, the and tra- he had him
2: for a month a whole month uh-huh.
0: the new movie looks so good the trailer is phenomenal i can't wait to see it uh i really you know i want to cover it here when it comes out if and when it ever comes out we'll see uh like i said if you guys ever watch sequels i'll be glad to cover them here on like a bonus type of show uh it's probably our longest episode to date, guys, so hopefully if you're still listening, thank you. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's probably my bad. I got too excited about the movie. Maybe one day we'll get you the sequels. Uh, we are working on other things. I'm still working on that movie list. Jesus. We'll still, we're uh, we're going to come out with some bonus episodes eventually at some point, guys. We're all working on like our top ten favorite horror movie list. Emily's been working on hers. I think I got mine, like, my top yeah, two I picks. See. I started writing other movies down to the cut, but uh, didn't get them numbered up or yet or anything like that. Still working on that. Um, uh, you could find us on social media. Midnight Evil Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, you can find us on TuneIn, Stitcher, Anchor, Google, Spotify. Um pretty much all over the social media place. Uh, if we have any new ones pop up, we'll let you know here. Um, but that was this week's talk for Candyman. And we've um, another stack pick next week. Next week was a Sarah pick. And next week, we're going to go 1997. We are going to be talking about Wishmaster. I am very excited.
2: It's such a good movie. We're just saying it now.
0: Mm-hmm. There's like four of them. I have the whole Blu-ray set. Uh, I can't wait. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, it looks like Will's asleep, so I'm gonna go. To- no, I'm just- what are you talking
1: about? I'm doing
0: stuff. I'm writing stuff down.
1: <laughs>
2: You're
0: writing that Wishmaster?
1: Yeah, like well, no, I was writing down some other things too, but I wrote that down too.
0: Uh, okay. I'm just gonna try to watch this one earlier because I've been slacking. I've been waiting until like last minute to watch them all.
1: I'm trying to remember the movie
2: Wishmaster. I don't, uh, such I don't a honestly movie. remember if I've seen it. The guy that plays oh. the gin the in it? Oh, my God. He's, like, perfect for it. Yeah. Perfect for that character.
0: I think there's four of them. I have the box that summer in there on Blu-ray. So. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think it was a great movie, especially the first one. The first one's phenomenal. Um, so that's what we're going to be covering here next week we got more stuff coming up. Uh, uh, you know, we'll do bonus shows here and there if we can. Like I said, if either one of you guys end up watching the Candyman sequels, let me know. We can always do a a, a, you know, a bonus show here or there. And, uh, but that's it for the Midnight and the Podcast of Evil this week. I'm Hedrush signing off. Bill, thank you. Sarah, thank you. You're
2: welcome.
0: See you guys uh, next look. week for Wishmaster.